the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, Hour 2. Good to be with you today as we are each and every day from 3 to 5. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. We take a look at the issues of the day and look at them from a Christian perspective. You know, as we have uh, gone to so much discussion about Israel and what has been happening there. I want to respond to, and I appreciate uh, your letters and emails uh, that you write and uh, some calls. Sometimes people call up and they don't really say what, you know, on the air what they want to say, but they'll leave a message uh, with the screener. And uh, for people who listen on the podcast, there's another number that's given out and uh, people call and leave messages. You know, we're not sitting here all the time. Like, it would be fun to always take your call, but can't just from three to five. And, uh, you know, people have some different things to say. Uh, about it. I want to respond a little bit to that. And I think it's it's also what your calls are doing is kind of reflecting a little bit of where we are um, just as this conversation uh, goes. You know, somebody said to me uh, yesterday, I didn't get to your comment, and I don't know who it is. It was just, you know, texted to me by the screener. But, you know, wondering uh, something to do with uh, a lot of these questions have to do with how do we pray for and how do we care for Palestinian people? Because a lot of the conversation is about uh, what happened to the Jewish people on October 7th and all that. And I think that that is, it's reasonable and we need to understand that. That's something that we can't do it all in one show, but we are trying to work through a lot of the different issues that are a part of this conflict that's been here for a long time. One of the things that's happening is in Israel uh, that's not getting a lot of attention, although the president has responded to it a little bit, is on the West Bank. The West Bank is an occupied territory that Israel is occupying uh, since 1967, the Six-Day War. And, uh, you know, they're occupying it because they were attacked, and they're occupying it because they feel like, from Israel's point of view, they believe that they the entire country is not safe if they don't. That's their point of view. Uh, the alternate side is that what's also happening is that many Israelis are moving in there, what's called settlements, and sort of inching away and taking away uh, Palestinian land. And the idea is that if there isn't statehood granted, or if that occupation continues, eventually those settlements will grow and there will be no West Bank that belongs to uh, the group of Palestinians who are there. And uh, there has been a lot of violence that's gone uh, both ways. There's been violence uh, recently, apparently. This is Palestinian numbers. And I'm going to take the side that you can't always trust the Palestinian numbers, okay? That's the side President Biden is on and most of the people in our our government, most people around the world, that the numbers that are reported are not accurate. Like that hospital is probably the biggest thing that 500 people were killed in it, right? Turns out the hospital was never bombed and it was hit by a weapon or a parking lot next to it was hit by a weapon fired by 
uh, Hamas or another uh, Islamic Jihad group, and there were a handful of people killed. It's unclear how many, but it wasn't 500 or anywhere close. There's always this kind of uh, exaggeration going on. So you have to be careful and you got to wait. But the, the Palestinian number is that there have been 100 Palestinians murdered in the West Bank. For, for geography purposes, if you, if you think of Israel just as kind of this thin strip of land, which is about the size of uh, New Jersey, okay, the Gaza Strip is on the, the western lower uh, shore of it, uh, Strip. Uh, it's not very long. I think it's 25, off the top of my head, I think it's 25 miles long. Very small area. The West Bank is a larger area that's the West Bank of the Jordan River that Israel does not claim as its own, but it is occupied. It's not a state. It's not really owned by anybody, but the people who, most of the people who live there are a group of people who still call themselves Palestinians. And that's a whole big, big thing, right? Because Palestinians, you know, one of the confusions, this was the comment that was left uh, by text for me. Uh, Palestinians up until 1948 were Jews. In fact, up until 19... 19- uh, 64, I think, is where Palestinians people became an official people group, where they were distinct from Jordanians or Egyptians or uh, Syrians, okay, as far as Arab countries go. Um, before that, Palestinian Palestine is just a region. And it's like, uh, you know, there's a region, um, the Mojave Desert, but some of you live in Palmdale and some of you live in Lancaster, and there's different you know, municipalities, but you all are in the Antelope Valley if you live up there. Okay, it's a region, but it's not really a a, a government. And then Palestine has never been a government. It's never been anything more than a region. And something that when you have this conversation, you have to understand is that Jews and Arabs were Palestinians, okay, for 2,000 years since Rome started calling that area Palestine. Not as a state. It wasn't even a, you know, it was just a an area of land, and then it was covered by multiple other uh, empires. Never um, since the fall of Israel in AD seventy, it's never really been uh, a state. And there've been Palestinian, there've been Arabs and Jews who live in Palestine all that time. And until Israel became a state, and then people who lived in Israel are called Israelis. Uh, two million of which, by the way, are also Arabs, same as uh, people who live in uh, Gaza or who live in the West Bank. Um, everybody's a Palestinian. So there were Jewish Palestinians and there were Arab Palestinians, but there never was Jews, Arabs, and Palestinians. And if you don't understand that, then you have to go back to what that is. You you will misunderstand the entire issue if you don't understand that. It's important to point out that violence is happening to however much you believe it is happening in the West Bank, as uh, some of the people who live there who are Jewish have attacked uh, some of the Palestinians who live there. And it's things like, uh, you know, violence and protests and cars set on fire and those kinds of things. Palestinians are claiming that 100 Palestinians have been killed um, and that some Jewish people have been killed. So there's stuff going on there. But, you know, here's what I would say to you, and you can tell me what you think here, and I'll get to your calls here in a second. 888-528-2557. The problem is Hamas, that if you want to solve the issue, you have to separate Jews, Palestinians, and Hamas. You have to recognize that the philosophy of Hamas or Hezbollah or the Iranians and what they add to the question, that's the problem. That the reason that we have these problems is those extremist groups who have all blocked statehood, who have blocked all of the uh, peace 
uh, process in every sense of it. This is President Biden uh, making some re- uh, comment on this same thing. We also have to remember that Hamas does not represent, let me say it again, Hamas does not represent the vast majority of the Palestinian people on the Gaza Strip or anywhere else. Now, that's probably true. I don't know if that's true. I mean, the people in the Gaza Strip voted for Hamas. All right. But the the polling data is that whenever that vote happened in 2006 or seven, that most of the vote was a protest vote against the PLO, who they were mad at, who was the other party. And uh, they voted for Hamas because they were mad, not because they were for Hamas. Um, The problem is, is that when you vote for a group like Hamas, you never get to vote again. And they have not had the chance to vote again. Uh, Because Hamas is a uh, tyrannical, Islamic, fundamentalist, murderous group who states in their charter that they want to kill Jews, that they want to wipe Israel off the face of the earth, and that they are against any peace process. They say every conversation about peace or a two-state solution is a waste of time. That's literally what they wrote down. You can go read it. And that's Hamas speaking. That doesn't necessarily mean all the Palestinian people who are there. I mean, if you voted for Joe Biden or Donald Trump or anybody, you know, you know, Barack Obama, you know, are you personally uh, responsible for everything they might have done that you would disagree with the bombing of other countries or the entry into wars and other things like that? Right. You have to take a look at the people who live there and go, well, to what extent are you responsible Um, And that's a controversial question on its own. But you have to deal with the fact, everybody having this conversation has to deal with the fact that Hamas is a terrorist organization, that their purpose is murdering people, not peace. It's not resistance. It's not, they're not freedom fighters for Palestinians. They don't even care about having a a land. Uh, They care about killing the Jews and ending Israel. Uh, That's what they say. Biden, uh, discuss this further further uh, a little earlier. I'm convinced one of the reasons Hamas attacked when they did, and I have no proof of this, just my instinct tells me, is because of the progress we were making towards regional integration for Israel and regional integration overall. And we can't leave that work behind. And one more word on this. I continue to be alarmed about extremist settlers attacking Palestinians in the West Bank he, it was hard to understand what he was saying there, but I think he's referring to a deal that was going on with, the Saudi, with Saudi Arabia and Israel. See, in each deal that Israel makes with these other Arab countries, with Jordan or with Egypt, with Saudi Arabia, with anybody, it legitimizes Israel as a state, which is not acceptable to groups like Hamas. Uh, complete, so they, some believe, and I don't know if we know this for a fact, but president is suggesting that he believes that the reason for this attack and the timing of it is to interrupt all of these peace plans and peace process that has been uh, going on. The anger, the hurt, the, 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 the sense of outrage that the Israeli people are feeling after the brutally inflicted devastation by Hamas is completely understandable. Israel has the right, and I would add, a responsibility to respond to the slaughter of their people. And we will ensure Israel has what it needs to defend itself against these terrorists. That's a guarantee. We also have to remember that Hamas does not represent, let me say it again, Hamas does not represent the vast majority of the Palestinian people on the Gaza Strip or anywhere else. Hamas is hiding behind Palestinian civilians. And it's despicable and not surprisingly cowardly as well. 
President Biden is taking a pretty firm position on this, and he is supported by most people in both parties, actually, and even most of our allies uh, around the world on these statements. He's not supported, oddly enough, by uh, a lot of his own people. He's taken an 11-point hit in the polls among Democrats uh, who are opposed to this thinking. My thinking, to try to uh, summarize some of the questions that uh, people have, you know, somebody wrote, you know, how are we supposed to pray for Israelis and yet there's no mention of the suffering of the Palestinians? I can't sleep at night, this person writes. I hear all these Christians and the Palestinians need a voice. And uh, he says that um, it's despicable what's going on on both sides, but to not acknowledge the suffering of the Palestinians uh, is wrong, which he doesn't believe. And he says over 70 years. See, I think part of what he's saying is right and part of what he's saying is wrong. I think that we do need to acknowledge the suffering of the Palestinians. We need to recognize, and this is my opinion, but this is the president's opinion. This is most people's opinion. And if you Google it, I think you'll find this to be true just from a historical standpoint is that it is Hamas and these groups that are the problem. That even in areas where maybe there are some things, I think people would argue, there's a lot of people who would argue actually that Israel um, has not had the right policy in occupied territories. Um, however, people, all, the same people mostly would argue that they don't know what other choice Israel has since the other group wants to murder them. How do you stop suicide bombers from coming into your country and blowing things up all the time. How do you stop that? How do you stop what happened here in Gaza? The, the Israel left Gaza. They pulled all the settlements. They gave it to Hamas, essentially. Uh, the Palestinians in 2005, Hamas took power in full power by 2008. How did Hamas respond to governing? They have been firing rockets into Israel and killing Israelis the whole time. And so why does it become an open prison? Why does Israel put up a wall? Why does it so hard to get in and out? Because they are trying to kill people. How do you respond to that? And that would be my question for us. And, and if you are the Palestinians who live there who don't support that, you know, you, we do have to acknowledge their suffering. We have to acknowledge their suffering and the terrible situation that they are in. But blaming Israel for it totally doesn't make sense. It's not accurate. When you have a terrorist organization leading in, in charge and the Israel has left, they're not even there. And you're not getting food and water. You haven't built a water system. You take all the foreign aid, billions of dollars, and you build, they said, 1,300 miles of tunnels underneath there. Uh, they're launching rockets all the time that they're buying from Iran, presumably. Um, and you're not doing anything to help feed the people, to build a, an infrastructure that works, that is Hamas's fault. And you have to go there. Um, and when you look at the suffering that is going on there, and there is terrible suffering, and it's going to get a lot worse here because of, I think, what's coming. Um, it isn't to justify terrible things that happen in wars, but the, the enemy, in my opinion, is Hamas. And Palestinians and Israelis and the world need to go after Hamas. And I think that is the answer. What do you think? 888-528-2557. Lucinda in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. First time I, yeah. So this is what I, I believe, and I'm right on with everything you say. I believe that Hamas needs to be wiped off the face of the earth. I really do. And, and so does the countries that are aiding them and selling them rockets. Because it's just morally wrong. What's happening now in the world is morally wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah. 
So and Israel has been interrupted a little bit of land, a little bit of land every few years. Yeah. You know, from the first time they made the um, the settlement, the settlement or the peace agreement, the treaty. So, so I, you know, but they have also had, uh, I want to say, uh, like war, that type of thing, since during near the beginning of time right. in that region. Yeah, they've been dealing with this for uh, for thousands of years. Yeah, so that might just be the way it's supposed to be, because I believe that we're in the end times, you know. Anyway, yeah. I want to get on this subject. But yeah, yeah, that's why I believe Hamas needs All right. to wipe it. All right, Lucinda. All right, thank you. So a lot of people would say that, you know, President is saying that, President Biden is saying that. Um, how do you do that, though, in a way that is as humane as possible? That is a legitimate question, and that's some of the, the battle that's going on, you know. Um the it is a the whole thing is terrible but if you're feeling like it's that what hamas did on october 7th is the same as what the israelis are doing it's just not and it isn't to justify everything that the israelis are, are doing but raping women killing babies burning entire families murdering 1400 people and just coming over the border and doing that that's not what the israelis are doing it just isn't. It's terrorism. It is the worst of humanity. And you cannot, you, that, is, that is what we're seeing in, in uh, the conflicts that we're having, uh, you know, in our, and the protests going on in New York City today, New York City today, the NYPD warned Jewish people to stay away from the neighborhoods where a planned uh, Palestinian protest is going to happen this weekend. They said, I've never seen that in this country before, where a people group is told, do not be anywhere near that protest. To me, that says it should be an illegal protest, right? It can't possibly be a safe protest. It's one thing, I think, to get out and say, hey, you, we need to be paying attention to the Palestinian kids and the families and all that. I think you're right about that. We have to be doing that and calling for as much you know, humanity as possible and a humane resolution. But to support Hamas, to chant statements that mean kill Jews, which is from the river to the sea, Palestine should be free. That's a Hamas statement. It doesn't mean, you know, liberate Gazans or West, the West Bank. It means destroy Israel and kill Jews. That's what they say it means. And if ignorantly we are having students chant that, uh, it's one thing. But once you're informed of what it means... You know, if you believe all of a sudden, oh, this is uh, good, we're taking care of uh, oppressed people and people who are in a terrible situation, we need to be informed that the people creating the problem are the terrorists. And if you disagree with me, it's all right to call. I, I want to have this conversation because I think we all need to flush this out a little bit. It is such a, um, a shocking thing how little it seems that we know. The number is 888-528-2557, 888 uh, you know, I mentioned the whole issue of, you know, Palestine and what that is that so many people don't know, uh, you know, who that Palestine has never been a country, that that's not what it is, that Jewish people are Palestinians, that Jewish people have been on that land for 3,000 years. And since the Roman Empire, they have been Palestinians, just like everybody else who has lived there. It's significant to to know that and then apply that to the arguments that are made. And it is something that, at least to this point, the, the president of the United States is acknowledging that to be true. Right? Do you, so do you disagree with Biden 
uh, all of the Democratic uh, upper leadership? Do you disagree then with all of the Republican upper leadership? They're all on the same page. They may not be on the same page of how to handle it and different things. There's, there's some nuance, I'm sure. But, you know, we seem to be on the same page. Are we missing something? The same page with the government of France, same page the government of of Germany, England, most of the governments around the world. Uh, some come out and have a different opinion. Turkey's president, uh, who's a NATO member, he came out and says, no, Hamas are freedom fighters. And uh, that's an interesting statement to make. But uh, for the most part, you're not finding that. What do you think? 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557 is the number. This is the Pastor Scott Show, and uh, we take the issue of the day and look at them from a Christian perspective. And uh, that's what we want to do. So I see all your calls coming up here, and uh, we'll get to your calls. i got to take a break here in just a minute. The number is 888-528-2557. You can watch us right now on kkla.com. You can get the podcast at the Pastor Scott Show, wherever you get your podcast, and give us a follow on social media. You can follow me on Twitter or X, Facebook and Instagram uh, at Pastor Scott Show. A reminder that the Resist the Drift Marriage Conference is coming up November 3rd and 4th. It's at Calvary Chapel, East Anaheim. It's put on by Focus on the Family and Salem Media. I'll be there Friday night, November 3rd. Uh, go to kkla.com now to click click on the banner, Resist the Drift. If you're married, there's a great opportunity to strengthen your marriage regardless of where it is. It's going to be a fun time. These, these things are fun. You're going to laugh, and uh, it will draw you closer to your spouse and put you on uh, a better path or strengthen the path you're on if it's the right path. November 3rd and 4th, resist the drift. Go to kkla.com to register now. I'm Pastor Scott. I'll be back as the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show. The number is 888-528-2557. Talking about the uh, Israel situation, and in particular, you know, how do you make sure that we are caring for innocent civilians, I think on all sides, when there's going to be a war, a war that most people think is going to be justified, um, but all wars are terrible, regardless of what you think. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion on this. We talked a little bit about the difference in uh, Arabs, Jews, and uh, Palestinians and those kinds of things. So let me just get where you're coming from here. Uh, Russell and Compton, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott, how you doing? I'm good, I'm Russell. Fine. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Um, I was wondering about lo- why, you know, loving your neighbor as yourself, right? Because yeah, but Jesus left when he said, he left two commandments. He said, I have no other God but God and love your neighbor as yourself. Can you speak a little clearer okay. into the into the phone? I uh, can't hear you too well. Oh, yeah. I was, I was saying that love your neighbor as yourself, you know? Yeah. Because that's what Jesus said when he left, before he left to go on the cross. He said, I have no other God but God and love your neighbor as yourself. And that I see it as, you know, a lot of people might say, well, why would Israel be, um, you know, on the attack? But I, we can only imagine... Here in America, if they cross the border from Mexico and start killing our people, then everybody in America would be like, hey, you know, we need to do something about that. Now, I'm not saying that what's going on is right or, or, or wrong. What I am saying is they're right next door to you. They're your neighbors. So 
if the people believe in the Quran or, or they believe in the prophets or the prophets that wrote the Torah, which is the same prophets that they say have something to do with their religion, then they should see that God said, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, it's a it's a great question to ask, you know, how do you when it comes to war, there's not much uh, loving that is really a part of that. Right. Is But sometimes we are, unfortunately, in the sinful world called to war. How do you do that in whatever loving way is possible? Right? Christians are going to argue about that, of course. Uh, Russell, I think you're right, though, that, you know, we would respond. Israel has to respond somehow. Otherwise, it's just going to keep happening. Uh, until they don't. And, uh, you know, that will be, I think, the discussion that lots of people have. Israel could respond and turn them into a parking lot and kill everybody. I think most people are against that, right? So where do you you say, and what Israel does, and it costs them, is that they, they, they tell much of the time where they're about to bomb, and they give people time to get out of the building. The problem with that militarily is that it also gives Hamas time to get out of the building. Right. And so it is. um, And then you have the issue of the hostages and the human shields that Hamas doesn't let out of the building. And then they say, look at who uh, you've killed. That is the Hamas way uh, of doing things. And it it is a, you know, a PR thing that that works uh, some of the time. Russell, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. 888-528-2557. Kurt in Orange County. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott, how are you? I'm good, Kurt. How are you? Good. You know, in thinking about this, you're talking about the Gaza Strip, which is 25 by 7 miles. Right. And, uh, you know, you're thinking about a spit of land that has been basically an open prison for 50 years. Uh, And I think that the Israelis have every right under the sun to defend themselves and to protect their people, and certainly terrorist organizations such as Hamas should not have been, uh, you know, should be uh, should be taken to task in regards to this last event. Um, you know, what is the solution here? I mean, when you when you look at the way Israel kind of monitors that situation, to the north you have Israel, to the to the east you have Israel, and then also to the south you have Egypt. You know, um, because those people have been living in that occupied territory, kind of governed by a blockade by Israel. Uh, on the one sense, you cannot justify their anger, but you can understand their anger. And and I don't condone that anger, but I think that what has to happen is they've been talking about a two-party state for, you know, hundreds of years, or however long it's been. You know, what they should do is just say, fine, if a two-party state is what you got or what you want, you are a state. As of today, you are a state. However, you must bring forward someone that is going to negotiate peace with Israel. Because if you don't, then you're going to continue to get what you get from Israel. But you've got to take their argument away from them, which is that they've been living under oppression and a blockade because they're not a two-party state. So I think they just make the statement, you are now a state. And by the way, don't shoot any more rockets, which obviously they'll continue to shoot rockets. And at that point, then, you know, all, 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 all Hamas's leverage is gone because you, you think, achieved what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm wondering what, 
And I think this comes down to the difference between Hamas versus the Palestinians who live in Gaza. How many of them are supportive ultimately of Hamas's goal, which is they explicitly in their charter say that they're against statehood for Palestine. They want they want Israel gone. They're, they are not even about statehood. They're about destroying Jews. How many Palestinian people who live in Gaza are actually in favor of that versus how many Palestinians are like, no, my family's lived here for years and I want to stay. And can we have a country? And I think that's, you know, that is the rub, right? Is how do you get rid of the people who don't care about being a state? They just want to kill. Well, well, Pastor Scott, so that is their charter, right? Uh, their charters say they want to kill, kill Israelis. Right. And um, that's fine, well, and good. And, and you make a good point. What is their percentage? You just got them saying that their percentage is small. Well, I say fine, then throw it into Palestinians and Hamas's lap and say, look, you are now a state. You sort it out. Palestinians, if you want that kind of rulership, you're going to continue to get the same treatment from Israel. But you are your own state. So here you go. You go ahead and govern how you like. However, just realize if you come against us, we're going to continue to come against you. And that's the way it is. But go ahead and rule it however you want. Now, if you are the majority, you peaceful Palestinians are the majority, then you need to do something about your Hamas group. And I think that's the way you leave it. Yeah, I I agree that the the whole world right now needs to come out against Hamas. And and there has to be something that says you can't have a group like that. Uh, Because as long as you have a group like that, it's going to be terrible for everybody living there. Um, I think that is... Yeah, and then you've got to take care of Iran. And you've got to somehow... Uh, yeah, because it's bigger know, than that. It's a it's a philosophy yes. that's that's much bigger, and that is the problem. And we've got to acknowledge that. I think that part of the problem is we don't want to say that. In fact, the whole two state solution well, problem, problem since 1948 has been that problem. It's, it's, let me tell you, it's been going on longer than that. It's been going on since World War II. Yes, since World War II, Russia has been orchestrating behind the scenes a geopolitical relationship between anybody that's a dictator. That's right. Them. The Chinese, North Korea, Iran, Venezuela. Uh, People got to smarten up and realize that our enemies are our enemies, and um, you need to fight a different type of asymmetrical war against these people because they're going to use anything at their disposal, including killing, to keep their dictatorship rolling. And that's what they've been doing. Kurt, i got a bunch of calls I want to go on to some other people. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. Sal and Glendale, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott. Scott, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, People need to understand that wars cost a lot of money. And Israel, I mean, they don't want to spend all that money just because. Um, They spend all that money because Hamas declared war on them for doing what they did. And, and and second of all, Hamas doesn't care about the people because they know that Israel was going to retaliate. They know that Israel was going to go in and probably also kill some innocent people on the way. So Hamas is not someone that cares about having a state. They just care about killing Jews because... Yeah. And Hamas, because and that's that's been one of the problems, I think, all along, is that Hamas has been receiving money from us and everybody else for years to try to build a state, and we've known for years that they've used it to build weapons and tunnels and do everything except build a state. We have to stop doing that. We have to stop yeah, funding Hamas. I don't think Israel, uh, the Jewish people want to spend money and stuff like that. Well, they don't. Nobody, you know, I, well, there, there are some people who do because it helps the economy, right, to spend money, which is a whole different issue. But 
we can't be giving money to Hamas. That has to end. Or Iran or countries that are using it to kill people that uh, yeah. create all of this. And, and, and they didn't consult with the people. It's not like they talk to the people and say, hey, listen, we're going to go to war with Israel to try to get the state back or whatever. Um, they don't care what people think. They just do whatever they want to do. Yeah, and I think people need to understand that. Sal, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. Donna and Covina, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Scott. This is Donna. I Hi, hope you're having a blessed day. I am. Hi, Donna. Um, <laughs> so my thing is, you know, um, some of these Hamas fighters in Palestine, I know they've been trained by uh, other groups and probably by Iran, but they are Palestinian, a lot of these people. That's why they're living there. They're accepted by the people. The people, Some of the people might not say they approve, but are, they're allowing evil mm-hmm. to occur in their own land. Yes. And when you allow that, you're, you're going to, it's unfortunate, a lot of the innocent are going to reap the results of that. That's right. And so, uh, you know, and even the children there now, I, I'm sure they, they're being indoctrinated. Even the, 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 the children are no longer... Poor little innocents. You know, I mean, they're innocent in the sense that they're children, but they're being developed into hating Jewish people. And, and you know, and this is who, this is something that people need to, if you want to research it. There's a great website. It's called memory.org. M e m r i. Org. It's a nonprofit. It's called. It's the Middle East Media Research Institute. I think is what it stands for. Mm-hmm. And if you go there, you can watch Palestinian TV. You can read the curriculums that's in the schools. And when, right. you, and when you read the Hamas charter, what they are about, it's not just we hate Jews. It's we're going to build a society that hates Jews. It includes what the educational goals are. Uh, that's to teach children to grow up hating Jews and to become martyrs. For, exactly. for the, that's, the, that's the entire educational system right there. And you have now generations of that teaching. That has to be undone also, that, hey, you've been taught terrible things. So I wanted to make one more point with regard to that. If the Palestinian, if the majority of them are really true, that they they do want to see peace in the area, because this has been going on for so long, I think people are just, a lot of people in the world are fed up with them. (laughs) I mean, they really are. And so I would say now, if they really and truly want this, then how, why don't we say, okay, if you really want this and you don't think the Jews are your enemy, it's totally Hamas, and you do want freedom for your children and for yourself, how about if some people from Israel, the Jews who you say you hate, come in and help you to form your own government? Because the other thing that, that I think is a problem with the people of Palestine forming their own government is I think that there's a lot of ignorance there. There's a lot of people that are living at the very low bottom of society. Yes. I don't think they've had a lot of education. They so they not. need someone to help them build their own society. Yeah. And if they're really true about freedom, how about asking their enemies to come in and help them? They have the expertise. Yeah, you know, you know it really would educate. it would make I gotta go to a break. I'm a little late here, Donna, okay. but thank, thank you, you for that. And you know the, it's another issue. We'll cover that in a little bit more detail another time. But how people have been educated and how uh, this has been developed. You can go at that website again is memri.org. Check it out. It'll disturb you, but it just translates what's going on over there. And you'll see how complicated this is. Even once Hamas is gone, it is a long process uh, of 
sort of deprogramming uh, the worldview that has been taught for such a long time. This is the Pastor Scott Show. I see your calls, Frank and Annette and Bob and others. We'll get your calls as the Thursday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. There's a live feed on my uh, Twitter right now that has a protest at UCLA where the uh, chanting is, Israel, Israel, you can't hide. We want Jewish genocide. That's what they're saying. <laughs> Is that pro-Palestinian or is it pro-killed Jews? I think it's pro-killed. Can you imagine saying that about any other people group? Anybody. I'm Irish. Can you imagine there's an Irish uh, protest out there? You know, uh, Irish, Irish, you can't hide. We want Irish genocide, you know. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. Yeah, I can't imagine. That, you know, it would be immediately shut down. Right? People would get arrested. That It is astounding to me that this is being allowed. You would have – imagine – can you imagine some KKK or white supremacist rally where they're chanting something like that? No way it should be shut down. Uh, but that's that's the reality of uh, where we're living. 888-528-2557. Uh, Bob in Rancho Cucamonga, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. How you doing, Pastor Scott? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I wanted to do a little word research on the how the Hebrew word... Hamas, uh, and what it means, it's kind of interesting because it means violence or wrong. That's right. So it's like used in the context would be like, uh, you know, an oath imputing responsibility for wrong someone has endured with or a violent person or a witness who does wrong, like a false witness. I just found that fascinating. It's on purpose because, uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Bob. It's uh, it's on purpose, and here's the deal: Hamas is actually in Arabic. It's a uh, it is an acronym, okay. And the acronym in Arabic language it basically means uh, Islamic resistance movement. That's the acronym, okay? H a m a s. Those are the first letters of the Arabic words, Hamas. But it's not a coincidence. It's deliberate that in Hebrew it means violence. Because that's what Hamas is. It's their name is actually a message that is on purpose. That's why. That's why you know to understand this, you've got to be, you've got to investigate Hamas. What so many people say, sometimes even about Hamas or Palestine, is just wrong because there's this idea that Hamas or the freedom fighters or whatever. No, they're not. They're terrorists. Is who they are. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Frank and Silmar, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Frank. Hi, Scott. Hi, go ahead, Frank. My call. Yeah. Good, good. Hey, um, I just have two, two comments quickly because I know a lot of people want to participate. Yeah, can you um, uh, speak real loud in your phone? There's a lot of echoing going on. Yes. Um, okay, yeah. I, I have, like, I, I want to say what the problem is and probably, like, a little solution to it. Um, the problem here, regardless of what President Biden says or what anybody, anybody says, Hamas represents the people of Palestine. Why? Because I don't know how democratic the voting process was, but they voted in Hamas. They voted Hamas in power. So now Hamas is representing them. That's correct. Yeah. So now 
Um, what I believe the solution would be is for Israel to create a, like a, like a, like an amnesty, like an amnesty system to allow people from Palestine, people who do not who do not agree with Hamas, to go into into Israel, like a filter, going to Israel, and whoever stays in Palestine, oh, okay, you agree with Hamas? No, here we go for you. Uh, yeah, how would they know? I think that is something that one way or the other, there's going to have to be a differentiation. How do you know what somebody actually believes in this situation? If you leave the land, because Israel is going to come and attack, attack the land. If you, if you stay in the land, that means you believe in the system. If you leave the land, you don't believe in it. Now, that might be one way to do it. That might be one way to do it. Uh, Frank, uh, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. You know, whatever happens here, the, you know, in order to eliminate, uh, remove Hamas from leadership, is you also have to make sure that some other group doesn't just form with the same beliefs. Um, and because otherwise you really didn't remove Hamas. You have to remove the philosophy. Uh, and that is going to be the tricky part. Annette in Simi Valley, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yes, hello. Thank you for taking my call. Of course, I've spoken to you before. So, so something that I think that hasn't been mentioned yet is um, that why why are Iran determined to get rid of the Jews and any infidels? In fact, it goes by w- way back in history. Because think about Haman, how he tried to get rid of the Jews. Mm-hmm. And think about the fact that um, the three holy sites um, will bring their Messiah. If they have control of all three sites, it brings their Messiah, because they believe that they're the chosen uh, people. That because Ishmael was the first child of Abraham, then they're the promised seed. So that's kind of what the Quran says. Yeah, I think um, the religious aspect of it is what is is ignored across the board, really, on this. I think people don't want to get into it because you have to acknowledge what you're saying, that that, that actually all of this has, has more to do with who controls Jerusalem as a whole and that Muslims, according to the Quran, believe that because they uh, had control over the land for a, a period of history or that Muslims lived there, wherever Muslims lived, that they own it, regardless of who was there before. And Muhammad had such control because you had the Ottoman Empire That's for right. years and years, and people forget that. And the other thing is, when when in 2008, and we have mentioned this before, Israel gave the Gaza Strip to the Palestinians, all it caused was a stronger resistance of, of Hamas and Lebanon anyway. That's right. So it, it, didn't, it didn't achieve anything by giving them land. They want to get rid of the Jews, and people have to understand the reason behind it. Yes. And if if they don't, and that was what is, you know, I think people don't want to in some regard. There is a, a, a serious thing in our in our country when we look at this um, that many of the people chanting, I just read what they're chanting at students are chanting right now at UCLA, you know, um, that is uh, commit genocide against the Jews. They're literally chanting kill the Jews. That's what this is about for a lot of people, including a lot of uh, intellectual types around here, Um, that there is a religious anti-Semitism that is vicious, 
yeah. uh, and philosophy that has been a part of our educational system here for a long time is systemic, right? We talk about systemic uh, you know, mm-hmm. racism. Well, this is systemic racism. Um, and it's been going on for a long time, a long, long time. And it is fed by this, uh, by a philosophy that's influenced ultimately by Islam or maybe by a philosophy that says we don't want to really address religion, so we're going to ignore the religious yeah, aspect. it's humanism. I think it's humanism, and I also think it's foretold in the Bible that people will hate the Jews. And I think the reason they hate the Jews is because they don't have to answer to God. To get rid of the Jews, they don't have to answer to God. And that's what people see as their, yeah. That's correct. I totally agree with you on that. Annette, thanks for uh, calling the Pastor Scott Show. We're about out of time today. There's a lot there uh, to Annette's point about the religious element to this. And I I talked about this a little bit yesterday. But if you're really going to deal with this, you have to deal with Islam and what it teaches, and what particularly the fundamentalist uh, Islamic uh, point of view is. Um, what they want to achieve as far as land, what they want to achieve as far as uh, who the infidels are, which, by the way, is uh, you and me and probably just about everybody listening to this. Um, and um, the reason I think that academia especially doesn't want to deal with this is it goes against the systemic philosophy that has been taught for a long time, that all religions are basically the same, that we are against colonists and colonizers, and we can't tell some other, other culture that their way of thinking is somehow inferior. Let me tell you something. If you have a, a murderous philosophy and you just want to kill some other people group, you are wicked, you are. It's it's wickedness, and it needs to be opposed completely. All right, this is the Pastor Scott Show. We have Open Line Friday tomorrow, so uh, if you want to call, we'll, you can talk about whatever you want to tomorrow. we got a lot of subjects uh, that we can uh, obviously talk. And thanks for having the conversation about Israel. I know it's a hard conversation. I hope that we're helpful in uh, how we're doing this here on the Pastor Scott Show. We're together each and every day uh, from 3 to 5 right here on KKLA 99.5 in Los Angeles. And uh, it's on Cape Rays in San Diego. And if you are listening anywhere in the world, you can get it on the KKLA app or the your favorite radio app. You can can follow me right now on social media at Pastor Scott Show, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and you can get the podcast of this episode and subscribe and share it with your friends. Just look for the Pastor Scott Show. Click subscribe, and you'll never miss a show. All right, everybody, thanks for your calls and everything today. I'll see you tomorrow from 3 to 5 for Open Line Friday. Good night. Good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.